I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. If we think about some of the best reps from the last couple decades, right? And, and I'm obviously slightly biased, but the majority of them are on TV, right? I'm talking about, uh, you know, Gene Senator is on TV and Terry McCauley's on TV. And who's the guy uh, from last night who's on? Uh, the, the John ESPN. Perry. John Perry, Dean Blandino, uh, Mike Perry. You know, these are guys who are really, really, really talented referees. But they're getting paid more on TV than they would by the league. So we're hurting ourselves, I think, as a league by not having the best of the best who move on still be associated in a way where New York has to rule on some of these plays and we're not going back to the best of the best. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, the voice of Aaron Rodgers there on the Pat McAfee Show. Rodgers, for the first time in, in years, making a point that I didn't roll my eyes at. He actually has a point, yeah. right? Some of the best referees have kind of graduated or retired or whatever you want to call it to television, so they're not there on the field. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't think of that. Good point by Aaron Rodgers there. His team takes on the Bengals this week. We'll get to that game. We're lining them up with a lot of games here. Our thoughts on all these games, week five in the NFL. Before that, let's get to Aaron here on our one of our polls here at BetQL Daily on some of these road dogs for week number five, Aaron. Yeah, before we get to that, I just have a question that popped into my mind. Like, how how much money are these refs making in TV? Because don't they make like two hundred and fifty grand just for their season? And they so they could have like potentially a whole other job. So they must be seriously raking in some dough from these networks. If if that's true, right? Wait, they make what that they much? Making? They make a quarter of a million for to be part time. Yes. Wow. Google it. I'm pretty sure um, as of a couple years ago, they started getting paid a lot more. So if they're making 250 grand just for the season, how much are these? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's pretty. Yeah. I mean, they're not paid terribly anymore. They used to be, but I was just thinking about it. Like I know how the TV business works and maybe if you're a top ref, you are getting paid very well, but they don't pay as well as they used to. I yeah, but it's the NFL. These guys are getting, that's true. It's how many hundreds of the, millions of eyeballs are on you in that moment, and you've got to get it right. What are you seeing? 
It wouldn't sh- it wouldn't shock me if they're getting at least a half a mil to do that during That's the That's what I was going to say. Do we yeah. think they're getting half a million? They half must million, no travel. It's it's it, you just sit there all yeah. day and you hang out with the the Fox crew or whatever, the CBS crew. You don't have to try you don't have to go on a plane in a hotel to Cincinnati and call a game between the Bengals and the Browns and like whatever. Like it, it's just yeah. a better gig. So, I get it. Um it's like that. It's like that. You graduate, right? You're a ref, and then you get to do the TV thing, and all the eyeballs are on you. I, I would do it if I was those guys. Way more glamorous. Um, you're not. You don't have to deal with players. Exactly. Coaches and players screaming at you. Screaming, yeah. Do any of that. Plus, they yeah. respect your opinion. Every opinion you give is, is respected. Like when you're a referee on the field, no one respects your opinion. They think you're wrong half the time, anyway. And real work are you doing? If you're if you're jumping in the game, okay, know the rules. Oh my God. That's all yeah. you got to do. Exactly. But, you're already an expert at it. Now you're in a nice warm studio. You don't have to be out on the field. How many times do we? Okay, let's look at Sunday night. That's where you have the most eyeballs. How many times do we hear from him? Like a couple, right? <laughs> that's a and, that's an awesome job. There's no critique. Like I mean, other than Mike Carey, who was the most the worst the television. Worst. I mean, the worst. I've never seen someone on TV that looked more stiff. Like you could have put a mannequin in there, and I would have said that guy's got more life to him than, than Mike Carey. Like he was just like moving like a robot. He was terrible. But most of these guys, it's like no one criticizes them. They just give their opinion. If they're wrong, who cares? Should they do this in baseball? Joe West. Let's go to Joe. Go ahead, Country Joe. What you got? What, what do you think of this play? Joe's got his they CD should. behind him. He's making sure he's promoting everything about him. Yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I would think that'd be pretty funny. So, Aaron, who are the road dogs that our listeners yeah. want to bet on? Let's pivot to that. At BetQL Daily, we love our listeners weighing in on these polls every day. Which of these road dogs are you riding with in week five? Eagles plus three and a half at Panthers. Giants plus seven at the Cowboys. Bears plus five and a half at Raiders. And gosh, the people have weighed in 40% on the Bears. It was close, though. 36% on the Eagles. Joe, oh, are you surprised? I'm. I think your followers are your Bears fans are are voting here. Yeah, they're morons. I don't know. What the, <laughs> and, and Joe G's. Oh, <laughs> by, by the by the way, I just uh, I just quickly looked it up. Joe West is a home plate umpire tonight. He's tonight. I was thinking, and Laz Diaz is at second base. This is going to be a disaster. Scherzer and Joe West glaring at each other by the third inning. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, I. It's fascinating to me how the perception of the Bears flips so much from week to week, from from a win to a loss. So in week one, they opened at the Rams. They got their tails kicked in, was mm-hmm. not very competitive. The public dog of the week was the Bengals week two at Soldier Field. They lose a, they, in embarrassing fashion. They lose to the Browns in the worst game plan that anyone has ever seen. They come back home. The Lions are the public dog. And they beat the Lions. And now what's happening? The Lions coming down in part because the Raiders were disappointing on Monday night. So the line comes down to five and a half. The look ahead was six and a half to seven. People are betting on the Bears. Why? Because you beat the Lions? Why? The Lions should have been in there at the very end. We've gone over it. One for five in the red zone. No, I I don't want to talk about this anymore. A complete joke. But why are people... Why are people – no, but seriously, why are people no, buying yeah. in on the Bears as an underdog? Is it more about the Raiders or because they have confidence that Bill Lazor is a play caller? 
some of that. I think some excitement for the plays that Justin Fields made that maybe he'll grow and they'll just continue to get better and better. He scored but, 24 points against I Detroit. I know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think we are on the right side if we're on the Raiders of this week. I, I didn't vote them. I think the, the right play here is either the Eagles or the Giants. Now, the Cowboys look really good. So the Giants, it could be a tough spot off their first win and go and try to compete again against a really good Cowboy team. But I think either of those teams could cover. I mean, I, I think the offensive line issues for Carolina are real. If the Eagles play a clean game, they could be in that game. And the Giants, I mean, they got they got a total, total great game out of Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones plays like that again, the Giants have a chance to win that game. Like The worst choice there is the Bears plus five and a half, the way I view it. They're the worst choice here. All right, let's dive into the games. All right, let's dive into all these. Let's start here because we already um, just touched on a little bit. Bears plus five and a half on the road against the Raiders. Joe, you hit on a lot of it. Aaron, I agree with Joe on this. I think the Raiders are the right side here. I, I just I, There's a pattern forming with the Bears. They play good at home against bad teams. They play bad on the road against above average teams. The Raiders, they're on the road. It's an above average team. I like the Raiders to, um, to cover this five and a half. Yeah, I like the Raiders too. The Raiders have two players in the top 10 of edge defenders, according to PFF, Max Crosby and Joku. It's a talented front. I think it's going to make life very diff- difficult for Fields um, or Dalton, whoever ends yeah. up playing. I, you know, well, that's, that's, the other thing. that's a good point on Crosby, too. <laughs> I, I don't know that everybody is caught up to this. He's number one. No, he's number two in pressures. He's number one in knockdowns. That's why PFF has him so high. And then uh, Casey Hayward. He's one of the highest graded coverage guys in the NFL. Like they've got a pretty talented secondary. They're they're a lot better than I thought than I thought they would be. So it, it's a matter of Derek Carr. Are, are the Bears going to get heat on Carr? Because when you do, it's going to look like Monday night. So that's probably going to be the deciding factor. Is this the first meeting, by the way, Raiders Bears since the the Khalil Mack trade? Twenty nine. They played in London, twenty nineteen. Right, and the Raiders won that game. Yeah. Okay, so yes. second meeting. Yeah. The one by a field goal, I believe. Right. Yes. Second uh, meeting. Second meeting. Little Mac revenge game. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We, need, we needed a revenge game this week. All right. Giants are getting seven points. Cowboys seven-point favorite at home against the Giants. Before we get to the game itself, there is a piece of news here. Aaron, there was a big headline, NFL headline, about the Cowboys here before this game that I think caught people totally off guard last night. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law yeah the Cowboys have released linebacker Jalen Smith, um, according to Adam Schefter. I think it was kind of a surprising move considering he hasn't missed a game in his career. 
Um, I don't know how this affects how you're going to play this game, um, but there it is. Whoop. It, it doesn't affect uh, how I'll play the game. Here, here's the bottom line with Jalen Smith. He can't run. I mean, he just can't run. He never recovered from that, that knee injury at, at Notre Dame. Like he, was, he looked like he was going to be a great NFL linebacker. And then it's just it just hasn't worked out. And he's 26 years old. He runs like he's 31. Someone will pick him up. I don't think it's an impact. I don't think he's an impact player. He has to play an impact position. It's not a big deal to me that he's cut from this team. They don't need him. Well, I think it's I think it's interesting. You're right with your last comment there. They don't need him, but he was better than anybody thought he was going to be in the NFL after that gruesome knee injury sure. while he sure. was at Notre Dame. And uh, this year, his PFF grade, he was 11th among all linebackers. That's pretty good. He was contributing. The defense is better. And now you've got Micah Parsons. That's how good Parsons has been. That's part of it. That's how good Diggs. They don't play the same position, but that's how good Diggs has been, that they could move on. They they did reward Jalen Smith with a a big contract in 2019. But um, so the the thing is, his his 9.2% million dollar base salary for next year it was guaranteed for injury so they didn't want to risk that he made his money they have parsons they see the impact so they decided to move on i i wonder if they go to dan quinn like dan can you be all right if we move on from from jalen smith here and i i assume the answer was yeah we'll be just fine as long as we got these other two dudes on the game itself yeah i didn't know Big, considering the Giants were pretty competitive. Not good, but competitive. They're not winning, but they're, they're in these games. And they just went to New Orleans and won. Seven points? It feels big. I mean, are the Cowboys going to blow everyone out? Are they going to just run through this schedule with a bunch of double-digit you know, point victories or two-score victories? I I could see the Giants covering this number. Daniel Jones played really well last week. He So I mentioned last week, a few weeks ago, there was, there was a few quarterbacks that hadn't had thrown a pick yet. So the only guy left in that group is now Russell Wilson. But Daniel Jones' interception was a Hail Mary before that, the half. Don't count, count that, yeah. Right, so, so basically he's played four clean games with interceptions. If Daniel Jones continues to take care of the football, I think the Giants are in this game. I, I, Giants plus seven is the lean. I agree. I mean, I think Daniel Jones was one of the biggest surprises last week. The fact that he actually looked pretty good. He's got an 88 passing grade this season, which is second among quarterbacks. Only one interception. 296 passing yards per game, 47 yards rushing per game. Um, Now, one thing I do hate is these NFC East division games. I feel like the Cowboys, and I don't know how it's going to go for them this year, they always find a way to do something stupid and lose (laughs) games that they should not lose. And it's like, how is this happening? So I feel like they're due for one, and I don't know if it's going to be this game, but it always makes me nervous. This is a high total, too. What's the Giants, number? Cowboys, 52 and a half. Whew. It's gone up three points since they opened this number. So the the point spread has come down a little bit. The look ahead was eight. Then it opened at seven and a half. And now we're down to seven. And, and you guys make fair points. I, it does feel like a lot. As long as it's a touchdown, it does feel like a lot. The most surprising thing, I don't know if it's how well Daniel Jones has played or how bad the Giants' defense is. So that that scares me off a little bit. Uh, Giants' mm-hmm. defense, 27th in the defensive DVOA. I mean, the Cowboys might be able to name their score. So if they, they could win by a couple of scores here. So that could scare me a little bit. But I'm sure part of the reason that we're still sitting at a touchdown is the Cowboys are the only team 
that is undefeated against the spread. They are a uh, perfect 4-0. And what do you know? They are covering by 7.2 points per game. And this is our line right here. Yeah. Uh, Diggs and Parsons, you're still going to be as impactful as you have been. We know they're going to put up points. So I I lean Giants. I think you're right on it. But, man, I wouldn't even consider it if it's inside of a touchdown. All right. I got to ask you guys. Go ahead, Aaron. I was just going to say something I was thinking about during the futures. Diggs at 16-1 to for defensive player of the year. Five interceptions already. Five. Look. Feel like all the value's gone. I was watching it go down during the game on Sunday. It went 35 to 20, and now it's at 16 to 1. Boy, there's going to be a case to be made. It's going to be tough to catch uh, some of the elite pass rushers like Miles Garrett, though. If, he, yeah. if he's set some sort of record or he's up there, he's going to get it. For sure. All right. Eagles at Panthers. What am I missing here? I mean, you guys know I, I think the Eagles will compete in this game because I think their defensive line, like the Carolina offensive line, is not, not good. And Sam Darnold has kind of gone backwards the last couple of weeks. But shouldn't this line be bigger? Like, what am I missing with the line? It's a one and three Eagles team, three and one Panthers team. Panthers defense playing really well this year. Eagles have injuries up front. Sirianni's tripping over himself every week. Why is this line only three and a half? Something's Reese, fishy here. Reese, on Carolina looked bad. Carolina looked bad against Dallas but in a big spot. If I told, if I just blind told you, tell me the line, Joe. You'd say what? Five. Have it a little higher. I like yeah. the Panthers. I like the Panthers in this spot. But for people that were thinking, oh, Carolina, eh, are they that good? I don't know. Could be about the the competition in the first few games. Maybe they feel they were proven right with their showing against Dallas. It, it wasn't that close in the second half. But I, I would look to the favorite in this one. Could be. It's Sam a little total- Darnold. The new Michael Vick with all this rushing that he's doing. Yeah. Who is this guy? Five <laughs> touchdowns rushing for him, only one for Jalen Hurts. We're in bizarro world here. Coming up on the other side, Sean Zarillo will join us from the Action at Work. We'll look ahead tonight, the NL wildcard game and the MLB playoffs. Sean's great on baseball. We'll get his thoughts coming up. BeckQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BeckQL Network.